You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture talk show that hasn't been bought out by Disney, but will accept offers up to $52 billion. I'll take $52. I don't know about you. (laughs) I'm Cody. I'm Sam. I'm Josh. And I'm Samantha. We have a great show for you this week. Thank you very much for tuning in. We have a bunch of news to get it through, but first, let's talk about some things we've been checking out. In a segment we sometimes do called Check It Out. Have we ever called it Check It Out? I don't know if we've ever actually called it. Like, We don't really put like names to our segments, do we? That's true. See, we need little musical stings. 2018, the year that we... Just totally shill out for the uh, um, the morning zoo style yeah. show. Yeah, we little we, jingles and yeah. sound effects. Check, and... check, 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 check it out. That's the jingle for check it out. That's also a Beastie Boys, thing. <laughs> except done very bit poorly. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait to wait to sabotage the show. Oh, Inter- intergalactic. <laughs> All right. Hey, okay, so uh, I'll go ahead and do my check it outs real quick. I have a couple this week. Um, did, did you fight for your right to party? To party? Week? That's, of course, always. That is a constant struggle for me. It's kind of hard to fight for something I never get invited to. Oh, you made it sad. <laughs> yes. Congratulations, you made it no sad. No bummers. No bummers. It's a bummer-free zone. No, um, a couple of things I checked out. First one, um, this is something that we all kind of checked out a little bit to varying degrees. It is the Legends of Zelda Champions Ballad DLC pack. We meant, we talked about it a we little bit last week. Last week because they had a trailer for it, but it, got, it, it was released late last week, and I pretty yeah. much played through the entirety of it in one day. Yeah, I kind of complained about it last week, but I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's super good. Yeah. It's super good. I mean, it starts out a little rough. That mm-hmm. first challenge is can be tough if you don't have the right equipment. It's a little daunting if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. But uh, I love it. Especially if you haven't played the game in like six months. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. I hadn't played <laughs> since a... July, and it's like I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I know I have all this stuff, but I'm like, I don't remember what my buttons do. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that took me a little bit, especially because the uh, control, the jump controls are like opposite of Mario Odyssey, and that's what I've been kind of playing a oh, ton yeah, I of. Kept, I kept doing that, and I like, mm-hmm. I, kept, I think I kept like drawing my weapon or something. Yep, and I was of, like, crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was doing the same thing, but uh, but no, ended up getting through it, got all the way through the uh, the first challenge, then the um, the four extra challenges that broke off into three other other challenges <laughs> that go along with hey we heard you like challenges so we put a challenge in your challenge yeah. on your challenge do you like shrines because we got more of those for you yeah but uh but they were a lot of fun i think the these shrines were a little more thought out than some of the other ones yeah they're by far some of the best shrines in the game absolutely i i totally agree with that and the um after you do that there is a final um it almost looks like another divine beast like the fifth divine beast, like interior. So you have a full, like another dungeon, dungeon, full, full blown dungeon after that. And then it ends up, and I'm not going to spoil it for you guys, but I want to hype it up. This is what I'm doing. I'm hyping, not spoiling. It has a final boss that made me both so infuriated, but like I was giddy with (laughs) my fury. It was like, giddy with rage. I was giddy with rage. (laughs) Yeah, seriously, it was it was like crazy. Like that's um, like a like a Ren Hoek. <laughs> no, seriously, it was like the this this final boss is so so like once once it happens, you go oh of course this is like the final final boss and how you get like the rad ancient motorcycle that you end up getting, but like the final boss just starts throwing all this crazy crazy stuff at you and it's infuriating. But like, I was laughing because I was like, this is so much fun watching all this stupid, stupid stuff just come flying at me. It was it was great. It was a blast. And then driving around the motorcycle uh, throughout the uh, land of Hyrule was is a lot of fun until you hit like anything you like can stub your toe and the motorcycle will immediately disappear and you'll take damage. I hate the fact that you got to feed the motorcycle ancient parts. You can feed it whatever you want. Oh, it just oh, um, you have to feed it. Yeah, that's how you feed up the gas tank. Oh, because it has a gas tank. 
Um, what you have to do once it runs out of gas, it'll just stop and the gas tank will open and you have to, uh, put, you know, food items or fish or whatever in your hand and then drop it into the tank. Uh, food items will fill it up maybe like a quarter of the way. But like, if you just have a handful of like ancient screws and gears and stuff, it just maxes out the tank. It's like the difference between putting premium and putting unleaded, but like watering down your unleaded with some like apple juice or whatever. Uh, (laughs) It's a lot of fun. It's uh, I'm I'm glad that I bought the season pass. Um, I forgot how close I was. I'm nowhere near 100%ing it. I'm never going to 100% it because there are way too many of those Korok seeds. Cor- yeah. Korok and, seeds, and they really don't expect you to. They don't. But I'm was a lot closer to kind of getting almost you know enough a, a reasonable amount like like hitting 500. Um, Moons, Moons in Odyssey. Odyssey is essentially the end of the game. You um, essentially max it out. You can there's something for getting everything, getting a hundred percent. But essentially at that point, five hundred is where you, where it's at. Where I'm at is maybe I'm about an hour or two away from being like, okay, you essentially got it. There's really nothing else until you. You're not the completionist. I'm not. So, yeah. I'm not. That dude's nuts. I I would love to have him on the show and talk to yeah. him. I think he'd be a really good interview. Yeah, he would. He's a yeah. cool guy. Yeah, he seems like a really cool guy. Um. So, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, man. Fun, fun, uh, fun DLC story so far, what I've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you get the, the stupid... God, by the way, the name of that ancient weapon is such a stupid name. Oh, the one hit obliterator. <laughs> it's so dumb. It, it's so not Zelda. No, but it's very Nintendo. It's very Nintendo. Yeah, but uh, such a porn name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, got him. <coughs> but uh, because when you get that 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 stupid tuning fork of a weapon yeah that will kill anything in one hit but also you have a fourth of a heart and that's it so anything will hit like a a strong breeze will will kill you if a bat flies down and taps you in the back of the head you're dead (laughs) yeah which happened to me on more than one occasion (laughs) it happened to me too like that like the very first spot i went to was the one where they had like the big broken log and then they had the white book goblins sitting on top of that giant tree Okay, and I, sure. And I'm sitting there sneaking around, and a flock of the tiny bats came down and tapped me in the back of the head. Oh, those that flock of bats is bullcrap. Mm-hmm. I had to shoot a bomb arrow into them. Yeah, that's what I ended up doing as well. <laughs> I was like, ooh. But anyway, uh, I was sneaking around. the. Um, there was this one spot, and all the enemies were um, lizard guys. Yeah. And I'm sitting there. I'm just like sneaking, sneaking, sneaking. Took out like a couple like people kind of like on the outlines, and they're all sitting under like this cliff, like under sitting around a campfire. And I'm looking, and I see a beehive hanging above them. <laughs> I did the same thing. I shot the beehive and watched them fight each other. <laughs> yeah, I did the same thing, but the only problem is I was just a hair bit too close. So once I got done, the bees got done knocking out the uh, enemies, it was like, oh, you're here. <laughs> awesome. So it ended up chasing me around <laughs> the campsite for a while while I like aggroed every other enemy that was on the other side of the of the fireplace yeah didn't survive that one had to redo that one over but yes i know i know the spot you're talking about it's yeah. a lot of trial and error a lot with that beginning quest yes but 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 it's fun it's worth it it's yeah it's really really yeah, well worth stick it with then, it because it gets better mm-hmm. yeah and then after you get done with the second shrine on the plateau you meet up with kaz and he plays the original zelda theme he does yeah, I really enjoyed that part. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, he pops up a lot in yeah. this." He's my oh, favorite yeah. character, mm-hmm. so that's fine with me. He's he he is he is really good. Also, like as far as characters go, like his visual design, and I've always thought this It's very unique. Yeah, he they definitely did a lot of thought when they design when they drew him up. I I could, I could sit there and listen to his little accordion loop forever. I don't know what oh, yeah. it is about it. I really like it. It makes me want to learn to play accordion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that I will kind of say is I wish. I wish these tied in a little more to the backstory of the champions. I mean, you get when you beat one of the three like later on trials for each champion. Champion, you get a uh, a backstory cutscene essentially, and, and they're really good cuts. Well, the one I saw was really good. And they're they're fun. They're they're kind of neat, but they're. I wish there was more. I wish there was more to that. Yeah, I, I kind of wish we got what was kind of rumored to be what this DLC was going to be. And it was supposed to be like a flashback, like a full blown, like this is what happened a hundred years ago 
to yeah. bring Link, about poor Link went into his magical coma. Essentially, a giant prequel game, like a mini prequel game. Yeah, and or be able to play as any of the other champions because the models are right there. And I mean the the cutscenes are are the cutscenes FMVs or are they done like in um, in game? I think they're models? in engine. In engine, so that means the the possibility is like right there to yeah play as them but it, you know whatever it's a nitpick it's not a big yeah. deal yeah i mean the one champion was too busy flying around in his r wing making sassy comments to a fox yeah. uh, you know he uh the actor that does the american voice of that has voiced uh, uh falco oh in, has he in like some youtube show or something <laughs> like that yeah so i mean he's yeah so there is a there is a slight tie there you know what i think i know what you're talking about yeah because i think i've seen it it's not a fox in space, but it's no, uh, no, it's it, something else. Oh, it's not fox in space. Okay, it's not fox know. in space, but it was something else. Man, fox in space is really good. It yeah, was it really is. well done. Yeah, what we're talking about is an animated uh, YouTube show starring the the Star Fox characters as a fox in space. It's a little. It's it's kind of really serious, but it's, it's also kind of but it's also kind of weird and funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially with Star Wolf. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, the other thing that I checked out this week. Uh, this takes just a, a just a hair tiny bit of backstory. Um, so I like bad movies. This is not new information. <gasps> no. Yeah, no yeah, way. I know, I know. Um, no, I enjoy bad movies. Uh, the Room is one of the worst. Well, <laughs> no, see that's that's a misnomer. It, it's it's not the worst movie. Stuff like that and Plan Nine from Outer Space. They're not the worst movies ever made. They're the most hilariously bad movies ever made. There are just rotten, awful, terrible, boring movies that are the worst movies ever made. This is true. But I, I think part of the gold that makes The Room so good is the fact that it was not set up to be a bad movie. It's Yeah, that's that's what makes a bad movie great is when it's played In, completely straight. Intent. And it is, yeah. The intent is not, hey, we're making a bad movie. That's not – like Sharknado – it's you can, purposely you can, bad. You can, de- you can derive some fun out of Sharknado, but by and large, it is like, because they are knowingly making a bad movie, it just kind of seems kind of fakey, whereas well, something like The Room or Plan 9 or something like, or, you know, movies of that ilk. Evil Dead. Ev- <laughs> Evil Dead's, no, Evil Dead's good, man. But, like, those kind of movies, they are, it, yeah, it's, they it's, think they're doing serious. It's intent, and it's about being genuine. Yes, exactly. Anyway... I'm talking about this because I went to see The Disaster Artist. Which, Man, I want to see that so bad. <laughs> oh, it's super good. Listen, all the hype, everyone's saying that this is an Oscar contender. They're right. <laughs> like, this is a legit film. Um, it definitely felt like a, 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 a passion project for James Franco. Uh, very much so. A passion project for just about everybody who was in the movie. From what I understand, a lot of the cameos and a lot of the different things, different celebrities that pop up throughout are part of that group that were huge, huge fans of the room and would go and see midnight screenings in Los Angeles that helped kind of make it become the, the big cult classic that the it is. thing that it is today. Um, the one thing I will say about the film is that it is not um, necessarily a um, super accurate. It's not a docudrama. It's not like Ray the the Ray Charles movie. It's not like Twenty Three. It's not like. Um, you know, some stuff like that, the where they're where they're telling it fair, like walk the line. Yeah, it's not a super accurate. It I would say it's more like Ed Wood, the Tim Burton film. Where great movie, it's a great movie, but it's like okay, there are thing this 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 and this happened at some point during Ed Wood's life, but the facts around it were kind of twisted and kind of bent a little bit to make it a more theatrical movie. theatrical and more enjoyable film same thing with this uh and a lot of it comes like it's to, not quite a parody but it's not quite of an accurate document docu- oh it's it's not a parody at all but it's, it's it's certainly not accurate there's a lot of finer detail that was either made up completely whole cloth or was heavily twisted and a lot of it is to uh portray tommy wiseau in a uh more positive light and I believe there's a good reason for that is because Tommy Wiseau had to sign off on his likeness in order for the film to be made. Yeah. And they didn't want to make the well. And also, you don't usually want the hero and star of your film to be a completely raving lunatic madman, <laughs> which from what I understand is how 
he actually was on set while filming the room and not portrayed as kind of the lovable weirdo that kind of wanted to make a, little, a movie that gets kind of that gets kind of weird because his best friend starts dating another girl and there's kind of that's that's the other thing that kind of struck me a little weird um there was like this underlying kind of i don't want to say sexual tension but like there was some definite like jealousy issues that Tommy had towards his uh friend and co-star uh Greg Sestro yeah. And the thing that makes that extra weird is that's James Franco and his brother, his brother. Dave Franco. <laughs> yeah, his brother Dave plays Greg. I th- and speaking of Dave Franco, I think he might have been the weakest actor in the film. Uh, everyone else, everyone does a great job. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Dave, it sounds like I'm bashing on this film. I love this film. I think everyone should go out and see it, even people who haven't seen The Room. Because I think there's enough there, the, at least the first two acts, that you can get a really, really solid film, even if you have no idea. If you haven't seen The Room, you're going to miss out on some of the finer details, some of the finer jokes. But it de- but it definitely enhances the experience. It enhances the experience the if, you, if you've seen The Room. But I think that of all of the actors, I think Dave Franco just kind of looks like he is kind of confused and lost, <laughs> even in scenes where he's not supposed to be playing, portraying <laughs> someone who is confused and lost. Um, but there are cameos all over the place. Like they had to um, uh, paint, they painstakingly re- reenacted over 20 minutes of the room using <laughs> their own actors. And it is like shot for shot and like scene, like set for set. It's like perfect. Did, did they do the scarily part, perfect? The really awkward part with uh, Lisa's mom. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, where they, she where she delivers the fact that she has breast cancer in the most nonchalant way. Mm-hmm. Oh no, there's a whole section where they're um, like the other actors are on set. You know, they're eating lunch or whatever, and um, she they're talking to her the the actress playing um, Lisa's mom, saying, you know, so what's what's going on? Is this <laughs> this doesn't make this doesn't make sense? Does this come back later in the script? No, no, is 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 plot twist. <laughs> yeah yeah so and it's funny that actress the actress that is portraying lisa's mom is played by classic actress melanie griffith huh. <laughs> yeah like like i said this movie is just full chock full of cameos all over the place i can't wait to see it it's it's great definitely definitely uh go go watch it i, I just... would you know, there's a lot of awkward things in the room. That one, that scene always sticks out real weird to me all the time. That scene, the um, how they handle the sex scenes, uh, about as cringeworthy as the, <laughs> as humanly possible. No, if you like cringe, if you like stuff that makes you go, oh god, and makes you just makes your skin crawl while you're watching it, you're gonna love this movie <laughs> because there are full, full like ten minute chunks where you just. Uh, just the, your, your skeleton just wants to jump out of your jump out of your mouth and like run away while also turning to dust. It's like it's oh god, it's oh. That's an interesting visual cue. Yeah, well, it's it's the feeling. It's like watching that one episode of The Office where it's, uh, Jim and Pam go to uh, Michael Scott's and um, Jan's house for dinner, and they oh. start having a fight right in the middle, oh, yeah. and you just kind of want to. What, go run screaming into the night because it's so like awkward and cringeworthy. <laughs> it's like that. You get that weird pit feeling in the pit of your stomach. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You get that the secondhand in some of these embarrassment scenes. kind of. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. So most episodes of The Office yeah. with, with, with Michael Scott. Well, yeah. Well, that that the dinner party episode is yeah, like that one is pretty oh, bad. Oh God. And or, I I usually can't handle like cringeworthy stuff. I usually have to get up and like walk around or something. I was able to tough it out through this and it was, yeah, great, great movie. We also saw a great movie. Yeah. It's called, it's called a star war. You may have heard of it. Yeah. You may have heard of this franchise. It's a little known sci-fi franchise called star Wars. Oh, I've never heard <laughs> yeah. of it. We saw the new star Wars. We is, saw the last Jedi. Is that the one with the guys that have the different colored shirts with the phasers? Oh Yeah. That's it? Yeah, where they fight the Cylons? Yeah. Captain Kirk versus Cylons? Yeah. And the uh, They yell the exterminate. And, and Predator? Yeah. Yeah, nice. No, we, we saw The Last okay. Jedi last night, premiere night. Mm-hmm. It was really, really good. We're obviously not going to get spoiled oh, yeah, yeah, and no, do it too it. far. I'll say, uh, half of us haven't seen it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, I thought it was fantastic. Um, the story was good. 
there's a lot of moments where I'm legitimately like, I have no idea how they're going to get out of this situation. <laughs> it's pretty intense at some parts. Yeah. Really? And funny and heartfelt and uh, Luke Skywalker was very cool. Good. We finally, we needed a, a, a cool Skywalker. <laughs> it's been finally. a while. <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been a little while. Do they, uh, does it give a really good send off for Carrie Fisher? Uh, I can't. Can't say it? Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, that's about all I really want to say about it, though. I don't don't want to spoil it, it, but yes, it is good, and yes, you should see it. Cool. Um, The the internet seems to think otherwise. Well, the internet's stupid. (laughs) Yeah, but they're wrong. It is a very good movie and a very good Star Wars movie. Yeah, good. I'm looking forward to seeing it sometime this weekend. Also, the Porgs are terrible. (laughs) They are. But luckily, they're not in it enough to... To like jar jar it up or anything. Yeah. Okay. So is the is it is it the other spectrum of hateable Star Wars fuzzy characters? Is it is it Ewok level? Um. Well, they're not they're not as big of a part of the plot as Ewoks. They're so. just kind of there. Yeah, they're just kind of there, which is actually which is maybe worse because it makes it seem all that much more like they're just there to sell toys, which they are. Well, end of the day, this is still a, a kids and family movie yeah so they gotta have something (laughs) and if they i guess if they like dilute all of the you know toyetic bits down to one one specific character one furby lookalike thing yeah instead of having like oh this thing is a little bit toyetic and look at this or this thing's a little bit more like a you know more kidified to sell toys no put it all just get it all out of the way put it all into one character i'm okay with that (laughs) I'll live. I hate that sound they make. See, I actually haven't heard them. I've just seen pictures of poor of the porgs. It's it's a horrible sound. I they don't really make a whole lot of noise in the movie, thankfully. Well, that's good. I I could have went without seeing Luke Skywalker milk that four tip monster. <laughs> Is that a thing that actually happens? Uh huh. <laughs> when we're following Luke around on the island and just seeing how he's living his life. Mm-hmm. He milks this like big giraffey monster that has like four boobs on its stomach, and like they literally look like human boobs. <laughs> Is that where blue milk comes from? No, it wasn't blue. It was oh, white. Okay, okay, it was green. It was green. It was green. It was green. Oh boy! I think that means it went bad. <laughs> but it no, was it was no, a really did weird. Did he milk it with the force? No, he used his hands on the, the nipple. Oh wow. <laughs> He he, t- he grabbed he, the nipple and squeezed. He has a robo hand. That must have been horrible. He used he used his regular hand. <laughs> why are we having this conversation? I don't know. I why is it, it. why it. is it in the movie? <laughs> I'm surprised I haven't seen anybody else talking about this. Because I didn't want to ruin it. Because it is weird. <laughs> it looks like a like a real human rack <laughs> on the bottom of this monster. You're probably going to have to cut this all out. No, I'm staying in. I'm surprised Disney was like, yes, keep this in. More of this, please. This, I like. Talk about milking the franchise. Oh, Oh, no. You're fired. Bad. That's bad. Go directly to to jail. That was my biggest complaint is why did we have to see Luke Skywalker... Milk, Milk a, a monster, space monster. A space monster boob. <laughs> also, why didn't you use the force? You have it, use it. I would have. But also Actually. I'm morally questionable. <laughs> yeah. Also, any all the new characters were good. Oh, they were. Anybody good. they added felt like they should be there. Good. Good like, good. Like Benicio del Toro and Yeah. And uh what's her name? Kelly Marie Tran, I think. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 She was great. Yeah, she was. Okay. Her and Finn play off each other really well. Oh, good. Here's what I want to know. Do they actually make Phasma a good character? No. I mean, that's kind of spoiler. I I didn't mean like a good character. I meant like an actual character. Like, yeah, not just there. Like More more than a Boba Fett. Because they Boba Fetted her really bad in the last movie. Mm, She's still pretty Boba Fett. Oh, okay. Well, hey, you know what? There's a whole third movie that they could do something. True, yeah. she could come back around. That was the one. I think that was the one thing that frustrated me the most with with the Force Awakens, 
is they pushed so hard marketing wise for Captain Phasma, and we got nothing she out of didn't, it. She didn't. She did hardly anything. She yeah. stood there and looked cool. And I mean, that's that's really awesome, though. Oh yeah, and I like Gwendolyn Christie, and she seemed generally excited about the role. Yeah, but. Just didn't give the character much to do. No, yeah. no, not at all. There's the part where she gets hit with a blaster fire and it just bounces right off of her armor and it's super rad. Oh, that's pretty rad. <laughs> that, do, that does sound pretty cool. Her her whole look was so cool. It was yeah. her armor with yes. that cape. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Very cool. Like I said, both it looks cool. Didn't accomplish anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably enough on Star Wars. I've already yeah. spoiled yeah. enough. <laughs> well, we had enough boob talk. It actually, <laughs> And actually, here's the thing. Um... We're at break time already, so <laughs> which let's is go fine because I didn't really do anything other hey. than the, the, the Zelda DLC. Well, excellent. All right, worked out perfect. Then let's go ahead and take a break here, and when we get back, we will get into a little bit of news. back that was electronic christmas music high-tech contemporary tunes it's from a like an old 90s cassette tape that i learned about from uh lazy game reviews on youtube nice which i go check his channel out he's pretty great he he looks at weird old stuff like that yeah and or reviews old dos video games oh that's cool 
That's cool. All right. Well, hey, uh, we're back. So we'll go ahead and get into a little bit of news. Uh, where do we want to start? Oh, man, there's so much. There's a list. We have a list, <laughs> believe it or not. Uh, do we want to get the big, big, big news out of the way first? Why not? Yeah, AOL is gone. <laughs> <laughs> AOL Messenger. Messenger, yeah. No, uh, that's but actually he... a, a quick hit. We can talk about that here in just for a sec. Uh, yeah, AOL Instant Messenger. End of an era. End of yeah. an era. No longer a thing. No. Which I didn't realize anyone was still using it. <laughs> No longer can you leave passive-aggressive away messages yes. for your <laughs> high school friends and crushes. <laughs> Maybe about your stepdad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, I'll be honest. I was never a hu- I had AOL as a messenger. I didn't use it a ton. Used a little bit. Yeah, I I had it. I don't remember why. I don't know who I was talking to on it. Oh, I used it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I was an MSN boy, Microsoft well, Messenger. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like way back when I had AOL. That's when I used it the most. But, mm-hmm. oh, my God, I used to talk to just scary now that I think about it. Just talk to other randos just... about like Sailor Moon. And... <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you run a Sailor yes. Moon uh, <laughs> club on AOL or something? <laughs> Oh, that's when you excellent. were a child. Yeah, it's just like that's horrifying. Think about. Yeah, I shouldn't be in, in the day and age we have now. Yes, but also, you know, I'm 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 100 stealing this joke. But when we're growing up, they tell you not to get in cars with strangers and don't use the internet to talk to strangers. And yet we use the internet to summon strange cars to ride in now. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Uber. <laughs> but no, it's 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 kind of sad that AOL Instant Messenger is disappearing. It's yeah. As as an introverted, uh, anxious person, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. it was it was a great tool to have to talk to people from school. Oh sure, you know, without being a Especially nervous wreck. Facebook <laughs> before Facebook and MySpace. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. MySpace or texting before texting. Well, it was yeah, it was very much very much like texting with before texting. We used to talk on mm-hmm. something. What was it? I don't know. Maybe it was AOL. It might have been. Maybe Aww. that's what. Maybe that's why Aww. I had AOL Messenger so I could talk to you. <laughs> Gross. Get a room. It's adorable. Yeah. And now it's gone. And yeah. But Aww. we have all these great alternatives, so you know it's progress I mean, you, you, for now. You mean yeah. you mean Facebook Messenger? <laughs> yeah. Oh god. We don't even use that anymore. We, well, we don't, but I yeah. do. <laughs> I use it a lot. Yeah. I'll use it every once in a while as well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into the actual big news. Um, Disney has Overwatch. Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> the holiday event starting now. Yeah, you're no. fired. <laughs> How no. many times have I been fired from this show? And, today? <laughs> yeah, today. <laughs> uh, no, uh, Disney has uh, finalized their um, their buyout or merger with or buyout of uh, the majority shares of 21st Century Fox. Uh, which means they're going to have access to an entire like huge backlog of um, classic basically, characters and shows and movies. Basically, and everything that's Fox that's not sports or news related. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Um, so now Disney owns The Simpsons, so that feels weird. That feels very <laughs> weird. Simpsons, Firefly, a bunch of other stuff I love that they killed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. They're going to bring Almost Human back, guys. <laughs> hey, hey! Don't play with my heartstrings like that's that. That's a great show. That's I a hope fantastic they bring that show. Back. Yeah, maybe they'll bring Zorn back. That would be. Yeah, <laughs> I keep seeing this Zorn T-shirt at Hot Topic every other time we go there, and it's like, oh man, Zorn, they did you wrong. <laughs> they did you dirty, Zorn. Yeah, they did you dirty. <laughs> they did you dirty, bud. Yeah, but it's it's interesting to see. I, I'm really. It's going to be interesting to see where this all goes. I'm really torn on how I feel about this, if you want to be completely honest. Um, it really depends on how they use it and what they do. They could do lots of things. Yeah. yeah. From what I understand, a large part of their decision to buy out part of Fox is they wanted uh, Hulu. They wanted access to the shows that are on Hulu, and they and they wanted access to that streaming service. Yeah, because they're trying to build their own streaming services. So to have all these other shows and properties mm-hmm. that they can use to build up their library. Yeah. 
or just or they'll just use Hulu. Just yeah. switch over and just start using Hulu and just add which a would bunch be of the smart stuff. thing to do because it's already a pre-established thing that everyone pays for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's literally the Netflix of TV. Yeah, the, yeah. my biggest problem with it is like a lot of the Fox stuff um, is good because it's the anti-Disney. Yeah, like if you think about it, even the original like Fox Channel, that was their thing. They were the anti-Disney. Uh, Simpsons were the anti-Cosby's like yes between Simpsons married with children a lot of those yeah I yeah I totally agree and it's kind of I trust this might come back to bite me but I trust Disney enough to know when to not mess with when they have a good thing going with you know their Fox properties Disney's smart enough to not like if something's making them money they're gonna go yeah. hands off and they, look at the look at the the Marvel Cinematic stuff which well i'll get back to that in a sec now because of all this but i don't know just having disney have control over so so much and reaching almost monopoly size levels of and it really is it's getting there and it's just it's leaving a bad weird taste in my mouth a weird bad taste in my mouth and i just that's the part that i'm not real real keen on but then the inner geek in me is going, oh, my God, that means we can have Galactus and Doctor Doom in the um, Series 4 MCU Marvel yeah. movies, which is which would be great. And Deadpool and Spider-Man finally get to hang out. Yeah. Can you imagine uh, Doctor Doom as, like, a big overarching villain for, like, the next giant, like... I mean, that's what I've wanted for, like, a thousand years. Yeah. 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 Doctor- and, a, and a Doctor Doom done correctly where he's not... Like some metal guy shooting electricity, he is a dude in armor that knows both technology and magic. Yep, and he runs a country. And yeah. runs a country. Yep, his favorite thing is to throw his diplomatic community in people's faces. Uh, basically, yeah. Doctor Doom is literally one of my favorite comic villains. He's hilarious. He's great. <laughs> Him and the Joker are like two of my my favorite 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 comic villains, mm-hmm. and. It's because Doc Doom is such an intriguing character, always has been. I mean, he looks cool. You know, there's no other villain in Marvel like him. And the the confidence that he has. Oh, yeah. yeah. Listen, I've always said that the best villains are the ones that think they're the hero of their own story, like Magneto, like like Doctor Doom. Oh, yeah. The ones that they think they're doing right. They think what they're doing is noble and just. And just. And it just happens that they're on the wrong side. On the wrong side of things. I mean, not that Doctor Doom is always on the wrong side. I mean, there have been plenty of stories where Doctor Doom's actually kind of a good guy. Yeah, there's actually one of my favorite uh, miniseries. It was Doctor Doom and Doctor Strange. They uh, Every year, Doctor Doom travels to hell to try to rescue the ghost of his mom. Yeah. From, from uh, uh, oh God, it's not the actual devil. It's um, uh, Mephisto. Mephisto, yeah. And there's an there is a three issue miniseries, um, like a mini mini uh, graphic novel, where Doctor Doom one year, or Doctor Strange one year is like, okay, I'm helping, let's <laughs> let's do this. So it's you know the good master of mystical arts and Doctor Doom who is like arcane like techno magic essentially. Oh yeah, just his, his armor is technology and magic. Yeah yeah yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing them with uh, X Men. Yes. Yeah. That means we can finally get X-Men comics and stuff back. Yeah, that'll be nice. That'll be really nice. It'll be great uh, for the Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Yeah. Next <laughs> DLC is going to be like, hey, DLC pack, it's all, all the, the X-Men. X-Men. <laughs> You're getting your Cyclops and your Wolverine back. Boom, go. That's about it. <laughs> it, just, it just makes me wonder how quickly are they going to try to reincorporate all of these characters back into both the films and the uh, the comics. Yeah. Well, the comics would be a little easier because they're already kind of there. I mean, they were never true. They were never truly gone, but they were—they didn't have their own books. For a long time. For a long time. Yeah. They, they're starting to now. It makes me kind of wonder. There's been a rumor that with all this going on, we could start seeing hints at mutants pop up in the movies as early as uh, the next, like the Avengers Infinity War Part 2. Yeah. Huh. Because I've heard, I've heard they're trying, they might try to get like Hugh Jackman like pop up as Wolverine one more time pop the claws stab bub, bub. you Snake. know bub. Thanos whatever 
I love that joke in Squirrel Girl that it was Jubilee talking to somebody and she says, the claws don't actually make that noise. He just says it every he time. He just they says snick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm... I'm excited for the prospects at some of the um, what Disney can do with some of the project pro- with some of the properties, but the overall kind of business me- standpoint just kind of makes me feel kind of weird. Yeah, it's kind of icky. Yeah. I mean, it is on on that level very uh, disconcerting because yeah. there there isn't much left, at least within the nerd circles, that they can't grab. And like at this point, it's what what are they going to go after dc <laughs> right <laughs> well remember there were there was a, a handful of years ago um the siegel and schuster family um fought to try to get the rights to superman away from dc comics and the hot rumor for a hot minute was what if all of a sudden superman ends up in marvel because it could have happened yeah. i mean not that there haven't been DC Marvel crossovers before. Yeah, but I mean, like this would this would be a permanent like. Then again, it would be um, Superman without flight, without laser vision. It would be classic nineteen thirties, jump higher than a, a a building, faster than a locomotive, like super toned down, but still the name Superman, Superman Clark Kent, that sort of thing. Well, I don't know how much more we could talk about this. It's just kind of a <laughs> yeah. you know, like it, it's cool. But at the same time, it's like, eh. yeah, yeah. That's basically it, where I sit at. We're, I think we're all kind of at that yeah. point. We're, we're kind of talking in circles at this point. So let's do a couple of quick hits. We mentioned it before. The hol- the Overwatch holiday stuff came out. It's, and uh, is it good? I don't yeah, know. I don't I mean, play. I think Overwatch. the skins look pretty good. Um, the game mode sounds the best part though. It's like Yeti Hunt. Okay. Where was it? Four players are maze. Yeah, and one is uh, Winston as a Yeti, <laughs> and they have to hunt the Yeti Winston who goes around trying to collect pieces of meat so he can do his ultimate move and get yeah super his, his his primal okay. rage yeah. yeah interesting and May gets a new move that drops like a bear trap <laughs> to try to trap him so it looks it looks really fun I'll be excited to try it I haven't gotten a chance to yet hey May's snowball fight was a blast last year yeah which that's back too in an arcade mode. It was so much fun, <laughs> but really frustrating. This one. <laughs> huh? I'm going to put a rock in this one. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, cool. Well, next up, uh, Netflix might be getting, or is getting, an animated She-Ra cartoon. She's the Princess back, of y'all. Power. Yeah, which is good. I was excited about that. And then when I read who was show running it, I got even more excited because it's Noelle Stevenson of Lumberjanes and Nimona. Yeah. It's really good. It's a great. I love the Lumberjanes comics. Mm. So good. Mm -hmm. One of the women who works on that lives in Columbus. Yeah. Yep. We should get her on, try to get her on the show. We could try. We could definitely try. But no, I'm excited for She Ra. I think it's going to be great. Do you you think? think Go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say, do you think with them bringing back Shira that we might actually get like, like maybe a Masters of the Universe? You know what? I don't need it. I'm okay with it. They they had a Masters of the Universe a handful of years ago on Cartoon Network. Yeah, the and early two thousands, and it did fine. It was it was a it was a perfectly adequate update. Yeah, but it wasn't bad. You know what? It was better than that Thundercats one they did. <laughs> you know what? More people know. More people just naturally know He Man than Shira, unfortunately. So I think no, just have Shira. Be her own thing. I, and you know. He-Man can show up. He can it. show up, sure. I would be more interested in seeing, uh, what was the character's name? Bo? Bo. The, <laughs> the uh, Freddie Mercury with a heart on his chest, yeah. essentially. Ginger. Oh. Freddie yeah. Mercury. Yeah. Yeah. With his with his midriff. Like, yeah. Like the one male <laughs> character in the show. Yep. Yeah, he is like one, an outside the main villain, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was also that pirate, too, I think. There was another male character. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's been forever since I've watched She-Ra. We used to watch it on Netflix a lot, like just to put on when we're going to sleep or whatever. Oh yeah, and it's a it's a great it's, show. It's good how it's good, but also kind of formulaic, yeah. like most of those old cartoons were. Like it's a different, definitely a toy commercial cartoon from the late eighties. Sure, sure. But it's still a lot of fun to watch. I think. Hey, if they make it like half as good as the the new Voltron is, it'll be great. Yeah, and the animation was always good. Mm-hmm. They rotoscoped a lot like certain scenes and it would look good yeah yeah because i think they um they didn't use 
Ralph Bakshi, but I think some of his animators from his studio were a, were a part of the She-Ra. I think. I could be wrong on that. Don't email me and tell <laughs> me if I'm wrong. Or not. I don't need to know. Just let me live in this truth. Speaking um, of rotoscoping, just this kind of popped in my head. Yeah. Have you guys watched Apollo Gauntlet on Adult Swim? No. No. It's really goofy, and it kind of makes fun of this of that that era of rotoscope kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it's actually really really enjoyable, and like they they definitely took some of the visual cues from like Shira and He Man and stuff like that. Cool. Should we mention? Should we say what rotoscoping is for folks? Because we we might be just talking in tongues for that's some of our true. listeners. That's that's when they shoot video of somebody acting out the action they're animating, and then draw over top of the video. Mm-hmm. And you get this really neat kind of fluid look yeah. to the to the animation. Actually, did a lot of that for the early uh, Disney stuff. I think uh, yeah. there were some yeah. dance scenes in Alice Snow in Wonderland. White. Alice in Wonderland is almost entirely rotoscope. Yeah, yeah. Same, at least, same at with least Snow White. on Alice's part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Wendy too in uh, Peter Pan. Yeah, it was actually the same girl. And also, uh, looks like at least some of it might be in the um, Spider Man. Movie that's yep. coming up. The they Edge of released Spider-verse. a trailer yeah, for which? Yeah. Spider-Man uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. An animated theatrical Spider-Man movie. Is it theatrical? Yes. Oh, yeah. It is. It is going excellent. to theater. That's excellent. And uh, it instead of starring Peter Parker, like everyone else knows, it's Miles Morales, the ultimate Spider-Man. And that's super great. That is amazing. Yeah. We don't get enough of Miles Morales in... In media, in the media outside comics, in my opinion, I I agree. He's, I've always liked him. He's always been a a solid character for me, mm. and he and it looks so cool. It looks like visually, really good. it looks different than any animated movie I've ever seen. Probably. Yeah. Oh yeah, it looks excellent. Oh yeah, it's very smooth, very colorful, mm-hmm. surprisingly of, dark looking. Yeah, mm-hmm. in a cool way, not in a well. For Ultimate Spider Man, you kind of have to be. Because it's an era in that Marvel Universe after the death of Peter Parker. And right. someone else, Miles, picks up the mantle of Spider-Man. Right. But this movie isn't just about that. It looks like it's going to be a crossover of a, a bunch of different, like, multiple universe, multiverse yes, because, Spider-Man. Kind of Spider-Man. Yes, because that was the, the premise of the Spider-Verse comics uh, right. event was all these different Spider-People right. meet up. Or Spider-Man. Spider Man, so, Spider Women's. So yeah, which uh, what what other Spider characters do you think we're going to see in this? Well, Spider well, Gwen, of course. I would hope. Got it. You got to. We haven't had the, her in the it. Gwen Stacy that becomes Spider Man in one yeah. universe instead of Peter Parker. Yep. Her her uh, her uh, Inception was actually the Spider Verse. Spider Spider Man Noir. We'll, we'll see Spider Man Noir. Yep. Um, he I'm, pops up every I'm assuming then. that the person in the trailer that Miles is talking to in the subway is actual P- is Peter Parker. No, I think it is um, Spider-Man UK. Oh, okay, the one that's um, who was Captain Britain, right. and Then became Spider-Man, Spider Lad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, because in the comic, he was like one of like the he was like almost like the head of the team that figured out how to do the dimension jumping <laughs> because Spider Captain Gunna. Britain that's his yeah. big thing. And uh, the whole point of the Spider-Verse comic was there's these extra-dimensional, basically, vampires mm-hmm. who survive from sapping the energy from Spider-Heroes. Yeah. They eat Spider-Mans. They do. It's pretty much <laughs> what it is. Vampires it's... who eat Spider-Mans. Yeah, I know. It's comics. Um, <laughs> we could definitely see, probably see him. Maybe um, Spider-Ben. Yeah. The, uh, the, the Ben Parker who becomes a Spider-Man. Yep. Um, okay, be... so the question I'm asking this is this is where I was getting. This is the most important one. Yeah, are we going to see Japanese Spider-Man? I hope so. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. He, because he showed up in the comics. He did for with his panel. giant robot Leopardon. <laughs> you know, Spider-Man and his famous giant leopard robot from the planet Spider. From the planet Spider, you know, emissary of hell. He's the emissary of hell, <laughs> Spider-Man. I really hope so because that was one of the greatest things they did in the Spider Verse was make that reference. Yep. Yeah, even if it's just one scene in this movie. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And just have him speak Japanese with no subtitles. Yeah. No one can under just no one can understand or that everyone can understand, but the the but no one else can. You just hear Spider Man, Spider Man, go go the apart on. That'd be so awesome. Yeah, that'd be great. I would lose my I would lose my mind. Oh yeah, the movie already looks really well. Also, I kind of hope they don't like. Water it down too much, 
but they got to fix it, fit it into about an hour and 45 minute movie. Yeah. And that's my thing is, is like, how do you do it without oversaturating it and taking away from Miles' story? Well, they're going to end up with about four or five different Spider-Men instead of an entire. <laughs> yeah, it'll probably be a multitude. small team. Yeah. It'll probably be a lot like what they did when they did kind of the Spider-Verse for the Ultimate Spider-Man mm-hmm. uh, series that was on um, Disney XD. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Hey, uh, I, I could talk about this all day. We got to move on because we have some more news topics. And we're getting pretty close on time. We got uh, another trailer. We have another trailer. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, that. Ready Player One released another tra- trailer. Yeah. And it sure does look like a wet fart of a movie. I uh, will be honest. I, you know, I like nostalgia as much as the next guy. I really do. So I am willing to give I'm going to give this movie a chance. I'm going I'm going to buck the trend. I'm going to be Mr. Positivity this time instead of Mr. Negativity. Yes, the trailer looks like hot garbage. And yeah, it just looks like a bunch of, oh, look at this thing that you knew from the 80s. Look at it, everybody. Remember? Look at it. Look. We're making references. We're a mashup t-shirt. Look at us. Yeah. We're taking all your things and putting them, smacking them all together into one big thing. It's T-Fury the movie. Basically. <laughs> but I... I am going to give this movie a fair shake. I mean, it is Spielberg. It's Spielberg, and it's set in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> Don't forget that. And, uh, and his leg, the guy's leg is real long on the poster. It's, <laughs> is yes. it? Yes. Yeah. I've seen that. It looks you know. really weird. Yeah, it's not a great poster. Yeah, uh, his legs are long. Yes, they're very, very long. <laughs> I, don't, I, I feel like I just kind of want to... I don't really care about the story at this point in this movie. I just kind of want to watch and see the visuals for me. It's going to look very nice, but yeah, I don't know if there's going to, there's going to be a, there's a saturation point where references and nostalgia hits like that critical mass and it just stops well, being and it good. It starts feeling forced and fake. Exactly. And they're, and it already feels forced in the trailer. The, the book. I read the book. I looked, I read the first three chapters of the book, and I had to quit because it was just it was just cramming it down your throat. It was too. It too was much. too much. And the, and I again, Spielberg's a great director. I hope he has enough wherewithal to know when to kind of back it off a little and go. You know, maybe maybe we don't need the 80th reference to. Battlestar Galactica yeah. and back, Batman back to the future. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah. Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Maybe we don't need to put all of these Atari symbols <laughs> everywhere and also driving the Akira motorcycle. And the Mad Max car. And the that's Mad, in there. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Maybe we don't need the a Ghostbusters DeLorean mashup car. <sighs> and that, see, I that really hope, makes I really me hope that's upset. not in there. I'm those fine with the movie. In the, in Ernest, in the Klein, book. Ernest Klein literally has that car. He, he, I'm sure he does. I saw Ernest, a picture of it. Ernest Klein is, he is an. He's, he's the writer of the book. He is a writer of the book, and he is also a, 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 it's to an embarrassing level. He is his geekdom gets. Yeah, like he's. I've read some of his poetry that he's released online, and it is embarrassing. It is. He's. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I mean, listen, we're all geeks here. We all collect things. We're all into nostalgia. But it's like if we had infinite amount of money to buy into our every whim of nostalgia, but not have the wherewithal to like or the know <laughs> when to stop, to take a deep breath and go, okay, maybe not this. You know yeah, that. You know maybe, what I mean? Maybe this is too yeah. far. Well, you, to have substance along with it, you yeah, can't just run that's, on that alone. That's just it. If the movie has substance, I'm willing to give it a, a big, huge pass. But if it's just references for references' sake, then you know. It's Here's flop. another it's thing: is from the trailer, it's supposed to be a love letter to the '80s. Why is Tracer from Overwatch in there? Yeah, and Laura Croft and. Uh, Unless they updated the movie, the Iron to be Giant. Like, yeah. Well, the Iron the- Giant was to replace. Um, Ultraman. Yeah, because they couldn't get the rights to Ultraman. Yes. That's that's correct. Yet they got yet Sunrise gave them the rights to use the RX seventy eight Gundam from the original Gundam. I you know I who knows. Industry. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Uh let's see. You think uh, yeah. Gundam would be a better replacement for Ultraman than the Iron Giant, but what do I know? I don't know. 
I'm I not... do love the Iron Giant <laughs> yeah. though. It's one of my favorite anime well, movies. Yeah, yeah. Well, isn't uh, isn't Iron Giant an Amblin? It might be. Film, yes, which yes, is. is a Spielberg production. Yes. yes. So there you go. Are they gonna find that egg though? They gotta, gotta find that egg. Gotta gotta get those eggs. Gotta get the egg. <laughs> yeah. Where's the egg? The Easter egg. <laughs> the Easter eggs in the Easter egg movie. <laughs> that is such a that is such like a oh it's sour MacGuffin. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Wasn't there there a Homestar Runner like detective flash game about finding an egg? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I remember the exact thing in the book that I. Why I stopped made reading? You stop. it. What made me stop? There's a whole chapter where to find one of the keys to find the egg, he had the kid had to play through a simulation of the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off as the character Ferris, and he had to speak each line that Ferris had and go through the motions of the film in perfect detail. So the entire chapter was him explaining the film. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, while the kid's going, oh my god, I'm inside the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Isn't that crazy? It's like the whole Easter egg hunt is uh, gate nerd gatekeeping. Yes, yes. Like, <laughs> you're a fake nerd if you don't get these rec- references. You can't have my egg. And basically, and the egg gives you like all the money in the world or something yeah. like that in the, in the movie. Or yeah, whatever, whoever so. finds the egg gets like a ridiculous amount of money that sounds like fake, like a it's- bajillion... It's Bitcoin. He he gets. <laughs> he just get a bunch of Bitcoin. Get, you get six Bitcoins, which is equal to about thirty bajillion dollars. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes I kick myself for not jumping on that on like uh, back in the early days. Yeah. yeah same here. <laughs> okay, so um, we are like super out of time, but we just got a couple of quick hits. Patreon has fixed, has broken, and then turned around and fixed the way that they. Get money from patrons for their creators. Yeah, they were so, going to charge a service fee of like thirty. It was some kind of three point five cent, three point five percent that used used to come out of the uh, dollar for every dollar that. What is it? The the fee used to come out of the the charge, so the creator would get less money. But now it was going to come out of the user. User, so the user more. would actually pay an extra 35 cents per every dollar. Yeah, so the dollar tier was gone, which is the most popular it's the most tier popular on one. Patreon. And, were, and people people freaked out, so Patreon rolled it back. That's great. Moving on to the next one, Street Fighter had a bunch of news. I'm the only one that cares about it, but Blanca looks great, Sakura's back, and uh, Cody. Cody. Cody is not in jail anymore. He looks like he's a mayor or something. It looks pretty great. But my boy Sagat's back, and that means I can get back into tournament play because I am a I have a pocket Sagat man. I'm I'm that's that's there, my, that's and there's my dude. also the, uh, the the Street Fighter collection. That Street Fighter collection looks really good too. Yeah. Uh, the first time you can legally play Street Fighter One, the, the original, ar- one. the original arcade that was so jank and busted and broken. But <laughs> hey, you can play it. It's going to be great. And uh, we should mention something about this, although we can't get into it. I don't want to get into it too much. Net neutrality. Maybe we'll talk about. Maybe it we'll talk about later. it next time. But this is the homework. F- the FCC <sighs> did a bad. FCC did a bad. Listen, between this week and next week, I don't usually tell our listeners to do stuff. Maybe we're not allowed to tell our listeners to do stuff. Get online, research net neutrality. Trust me. This is something that you want to keep around. You want to keep net neutrality. And big scary people are trying to get rid of it and it's will do nothing but harm for you, me and everybody. So just go online, go on do a Google, just do a Google. For, for net neutrality, read like one article. That's all I ask. Read one article, make your own opinions. But trust me, this is a big issue. You need to look into it. This especially, is as poli- this is political as we're ever yeah, going to get on this show. Especially but for small time internet outlets affects, like ourselves. Yes. It affects everyone. It affects everything. You like your Netflix? You like your, your YouTube? Do you like your social media? Do you like apps? Look into net neutrality. Form your own opinions. I'm not going to force you one way or the other, but trust me, this is a thing you need to be very aware of. With that, we've hit time on the show. So you've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find us on all forms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, at Nerd Overload Now. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. And you should subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, Nerd Overload TV. Yep. 
so we can get those subscriptions so we can change the name to yeah. match the other ones. <laughs> that would be great. That's that is the goal. And uh, tell your friends, share the show on Facebook, uh, that kind of stuff. So shout it from the top of a mountain. Yes. But as long as there are people next to you that can hear you shouting it from the top of a mountain. Uh, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play. Google Play, that's a thing that's working now. That does a thing. Uh, so check us out over there. And uh, again, thank you all for tuning in. And we will be back next week. Peace out. <laughs>